Good morning. Happy Monday, everybody. It's Mind Shit to Millions and it's Adrienne Swanson. And Jesse Roy. Good morning. So today we wanted to talk about belief and how you can use belief in your journey toward becoming a millionaire. So in case you don't know what a belief is, I thought I'd just cover that real quickly. So belief happens to be like a thought or a sentence that we think over and over. So we do not consider challenging our beliefs because it's something that we've always thought. Right. Exactly. Um, and I loved your analogy when you talk about a belief, how it creates like, um, what do you call it? You, you told me almost like a, a lane in your mind that you just yes. keep thinking over and over and it creates mm -hmm. a deeper groove. So like you said, there's things back there that you've experienced in your life and you keep thinking that that's the way it is. And it happens over and over and over again. And what I think is interesting about that is because, um, we are all born into a family into in, living in a certain place. And so those grooves start when we're born, because if you took a baby from here and put them in another country, they wouldn't be speaking English unless they were taught English, right? They would be eating different foods and thinking different thoughts because they were raised by different people. So a lot of times we think that our beliefs aren't changeable because that's just who we are, but we are who we are because of our experiences. Yes. And our thoughts really. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, so as we're like going through life and trying to achieve things, we come up against roadblocks and those roadblocks are really just developed in our minds because we haven't been given the awareness to think differently. And for me, how I've noticed this play about is like my money beliefs. Like, and what happened was like, I wasn't signing the clients I want, wanted. I wasn't um, having, you know, I was having the clients balk. Like when I told them my program prices, like they had like resistance or objections to that. And the reasons they had objections to that was because I deep down had rejections to money and receiving money. And that all came from like my earlier experiences in life around money. Um, when I was growing up, my dad um, kind of left his engineering business to um, develop some of our family's land and turned it into a subdivision. And he put a lot of time and effort into that. But I just remember like him, like being on the phone, like talking to contractors or, um, you know, business partners, things like that. And there was always a lot of yelling and the yelling always had to do with like money. And so from that young age, like I was in elementary school when that was happening, um, you know, I just equated like money to anger and discord. 
So of course, I'm not going to welcome money into my life. I'm not going to be a magnet for money if my underlying thoughts and beliefs about money are that it causes anger and resentment and like all this, like, I mean, if I could just describe my dad's face to you, like it would be like feet red. He would be like frothing at the mouth. And like, I was just like, you know, be like in the corner cowering, like what in the hell, you know, <laughs> is going on with this. It was very impactful at such a young age. So those thoughts about money have been with me probably since I was six or seven years old. So like 40 years. And so you didn't realize that groove is sitting there deep. And every time you're having a new experience where you're, you know, thinking anything about money, trying to make money, getting money that, that, yeah. that falls right back there. Yeah. Yeah. Even though like consciously I was like, yes, of course, you know, I want to help people. I want to pay, I want them to pay me money. I want to build substantial wealth for me and my family for what it can bring. So I had that, you know, kind of surface want or desire, but underneath that several, several layers deep was this, you know, fear. And so I was actually blocking <laughs> money from coming to me because I thought, you know, quote, money is bad and you know, money can't be bad. Money is just a piece of paper, but it was my beliefs about money. So once I realized that that was what was going on and started challenging all of that from my younger years, that has opened up like more clients coming to me, more money coming to me, but I, it's still not completely resolved. I can still feel some like tension, but as I am aware of that deep groove, start filling in that groove, more money will come to me but it's a process. It is because you can't, it, like you said, a lot of people think just saying the same thing over and over again, will get you there. Right. But you can tell yourself anything you want to tell yourself, but if you don't believe it, right. Like, yeah. I mean, you could tell yourself you're going to fly, right? Like look at the Wright brothers, right? Like they say they're going to fly and everybody's like, <laughs> yeah, right. Nobody believed it. They really believed it and kept trying and trying and trying. Right. Until mm -hmm. they did. And you could have, Anybody else could have sat there and just really deep down been like, I'm not going to, but they truly believe. Right. And it's, that's what it is. I feel like my experience with money was a little bit different. I've always had the belief that we'll always have enough. So like I've told you with the job losses and a lot of, um, the, th the, the ups and downs that John and I've experienced in our life. Um, I remember you, when we were talking kind of said, I mean, do you like expect the other shoe to drop? And it wasn't that because I definitely don't. I always am just like, we're going to have enough. Like we'll always make it through whatever we want to do. We can do it and we'll have enough to be able to do that. Um, so guess what's happened? <laughs> the job losses and everything. We've always had enough to sustain. We've always been able to get through it and we've always been able to cover and do the things we want to do and just get by. Cause that's what I told myself. Mm -hmm. So I really had to switch. And when it, when you, you know, like you said, that groove being there, um, I knew in my gut, no matter what, we would always be okay. We would always have enough and we would be okay. 
Um, and so switching it, like I said, I can sit here and say I'm a millionaire to myself every day, 700 times a day, but if it doesn't go all the way through and make, and my body says, yes, I am going to be a millionaire. I'm that's, you can tell yourself all day long. You got to believe it. And I truly believe we will always be okay. So now I'm trying to work that groove, the same thing that we can have more than enough. And again, it's not a greed thing. It's not a selfish thing. It's that, um, that we can do a lot of good with that money. You know, we can, we can, I can make money and do good things with it instead of there's a belief down there that I just needed enough to get by. I mean, that's what I've told myself forever and ever. Mm -hmm. Um, so now I know I am going to have wads of cash because that's how I imagine it, right? Like wads of cash. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> that's like my visual of that. I can have that and use that to help our family, other people and grow without feeling like we just have to have enough to get by. Yeah. Yeah. And like you said, I mean, that groove is deep because that was a thought you said to yourself over and over and over, but it wasn't until we started working together that brought awareness to that thought. Right. I mean, I didn't even know that that was something, you know, whatever, that it that was even there. Right. Yeah. In my mind, it was just whenever those job losses happened, I was like, you and I are together and we're going to get through this. That's mm -hmm. it. That's that it yeah. took. All I knew is that John and I were together and we will always be good together and we'll get through it. Mm -hmm. Not realizing that we could more than get through it. You know, yeah. we could get, we could flourish because of it. And now I'm looking at us and we are flourishing because of it, because I did change that thought that we just need enough, that we're more than enough and we have a lot to offer and we have a lot to give and yeah. not looking at it as we can just get by. <laughs> right. Right. And that, but, and then that belief was so rock solid in you that that's what you always created for yourself. Right. And not yeah. even know, like you said, not even knowing it, mm -hmm. like it's just, again, it's something I would have told you that was just me yes. that I always believe the positive And I always believe that everybody can get through anything. And that, mm -hmm. that is so core. And like back to the beginning, when we talk about, I could be anything else, right? Like I could have believed my whole life. I'm going to be way more than enough. Right. Yeah. Or I could have believed, no, I'm going to be on the struggle bus and I'm never going to, I'm never going to get by. We're going to live, you know, paycheck to paycheck, or if we can even do that. Right. But mm -hmm. I didn't believe either of those. I believed that. And I yes. can't even tell you where it came from. I'd probably have to look really hard somewhere way back there, but, um, yeah you know, that's why we've always been that way. And so now I'm, tr like you said, trying to fill in that groove and change that groove to a different thought. Um, because that's the only way that my whole body's going to believe it is yeah. to change it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and just like, so feeling that belief, you can, you know how that felt like in your body, like solidly, like, like that you were always going to have enough. Yes. So when we want to go and change and make a new belief, just like you were talking about earlier, we have to have that feeling of a knowing, like that's who you are. Cause like 
That was your identity then. And now you have a new identity. And our new identity is just our thoughts. But to create that new identity, it has to feel like rock solid in your body. Can you like maybe describe how that felt like knowing like the sensations in your body, knowing that you would always have enough. And I'm going to laugh right now because anybody listening, I thought she was crazy. <laughs> so everybody hates well, this work, but it's I the was best. like, what are you talking about <laughs> lunatic? Um, but as, uh, as we worked with it, I did start to realize that when I have a true belief, it doesn't matter what anybody else says or what anybody else does. It never faced me. So people would say, oh my God, he's been out of a job for six months. Like you're not going to make it. And I was like, yeah, we are. Like I, it wasn't even a question. So when somebody said that I didn't have any tension, I didn't have any worry. I didn't have any tightness. I didn't have, I just knew I was like, no, we're going to be okay. Like my gut believed it. I believed it. My head believed it. My whole body believed it. Mm -hmm. And even as I say this stuff, I still feel a little lunaticy, Jesse. Just so you know, <laughs> but it works. I swear. Um, so I then, you know, as I worked on changing my beliefs, I realized sometimes if you go too far mm -hmm. and try to think uh, beyond your scalp, like scope of understanding or believing it, I it would stop. Sometimes yeah. it would stop way earlier. Like if I were like, I'm going to be a billionaire tomorrow, like that stops right in my throat. Like that ain't my, my mind can't handle that. But as I slowly started saying, we can have more than enough. We can, we can have more than enough. Mm -hmm. Even when I first started, it might have got a little further and made it down to my chest. And then I felt like some tightness or some, oh, I'm not sure. But as I grew to believe it and recognize that I can have more than enough. And we can have more than enough and be able to give and be able to do the things that we've always wanted to do. As I started saying that, then like before my body believes it. And so now it's like my body, the same thing. I don't question it. Nobody's saying, oh, do you think you're going to have enough? I'm going to have more than enough. Just mm -hmm. like before I would say we will get by. Mm -hmm. So it's just changing that groove to recognize that that was somewhere that thought was established. And I believed it so fully that yes. I never questioned it. Yes. Or did and I question it? Yes. And that's the key. Like you have to start questioning <laughs> the beliefs. Like, so the things you're like, Oh, that's just me. Like one of Adrian's things was inclusiveness. Like, she's like, I just like love to include anybody. Cause I don't want to be left out. Like, that's just me. Like our self-identity is just our thoughts. So you have to start questioning everything that you believe about yourself and ask if it's true. And like some things are good. Like I consider myself a loyal person. So I believe that that's a good thing about me, but I think you can be loyal to a fault too. For sure. Like there are yes. times when you want to be loyal because you know, you believe that's a good thing and you want to stick with something or some people because you're like, I'm loyal. I don't give up on people. I don't leave people but it might be in your best interest to leave right? <laughs> that person or that situation. And I think that sometimes that's the hardest part is recognizing like I can 
love myself and my inclusiveness and say that, yes, I want that, but also realize that as with anything in life, too much of something can be a detriment Mm -hmm. too much or too little. Right. So like when I feel like, oh gosh, like you can't just like that person's going to feel left out. That person might not even feel left out. Like Mm -hmm. I'm like pushing my thoughts or my beliefs on someone else, instead of recognizing everyone has their own thoughts and beliefs and all I can do is what I can do. So if I want to be inclusive, that's okay. But I also need to understand some people don't want to be included, (laughs) right? (laughs) Why am I trying so hard? Um, And that's when it becomes a detriment when you're changing you are getting so worried about it yeah. that you're, you know, it's a problem instead of a, like, yes. we all have our unique, beautiful things about us. And mm-hmm. so you want those, but mm-hmm. like you said, with the loyalty, loyalty is great. But if you keep, if you let it get to the point where you're brought down because of it, it's not great anymore, then that trait just turned into a not so great trait. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So it's like, it might be a good exercise to like get out a piece of paper and write down all of the things you believe about yourself and the things that you believe about yourself. Will they help you get to your big end goal? The big thing that your heart really desires. And if not, then you need to pick like one of those beliefs and start working on changing it. And kind of like just how Adrian described how you know, it felt to her and her body, how she knew that she would always have enough. It's like, you need to memorize and tune into that sensation because that's the sensation you want to create in your body by believing your next thought, creating your new belief and becoming the person that you want to be that can get you the thing that you really want. Because if it doesn't real feel right, like just like Adrian was talking about, like she she would like try on a new belief, like trying on a new shirt, and like it would get caught in an area of her body, and she's like, be like, mm, nope, you know that's that's not it, that's not that's not gonna work. And to kind of get through that, you just have to tweak that thought just a little bit. Like I'm trying to think of an example. Um, Oh, I know one that I w- that I've been working on recently is that I am working on becoming the person who signs clients consistently. So that's my new thought I've been practicing. I sign clients consistently, but that just didn't feel good. Like that, that created a little bit, like a little wave of tension kind of like right in the center of my chest. So I tweaked it a little bit. I said, I connect with clients every day. And so that felt so much better to my body when I just made that little tweak. A little change. Yeah. So it's important as you're developing your new belief that you pay attention how that new belief feels because this is something that you cannot force and it's something you cannot fake. (laughs) Well, and a lot of times, like uh, when I was dealing, you know, with the platinum leader, when we were working on that, I feel like a lot of times in, in your head, you know, it, you like, I knew, Mm -hmm. but that wasn't what I wanted out of it. Does that make sense? Like I was looking Mm -hmm. at that goal as the goal I want to get to, but what did I really want out of it? 
what I really wanted was to help other women be able to do what I do, grow confidence, grow their business, make money for their family, be able to stay home with their kids, whatever it was, is what I really wanted. So me saying I'm going to be a platinum leader wasn't getting me anywhere. Even though I knew in my body, it was true. I wasn't focusing on what I really wanted. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. Like, I know that like, that's who I that's my goal. And that's who I could be, but it like, Mm -hmm. it didn't feel right because it was about me and that's not what I want out of this business. So it was giving me a roadblock without me recognizing it at first, because, Mm -hmm. um, in my head and my heart, I knew it, but I wasn't focusing on what I really wanted to be. If that, Mm -hmm. so I think sometimes it is that little tweaking and that little looking further inside to recognize you might have to tweak it just a little bit or look at it from a different angle or find out why you want that goal and what it is about that goal. That is really what you're looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so same good. with you, like you saying you sign them consistently, that's more of a work word. But when you say you connect with them, that's why you do what you do is you're yes. trying to connect with people and help them be better. So when you change that verbiage to match who you truly are, that's when the magic happens, right? Cause yeah. it's what you really want instead of the, the business side, which is part of it. You're going to have that, but it's not the yes. words that motivate you. Motivate is probably the term. Yeah. Yeah. Cause connecting is way much more personal. And like, when I think of connecting, like I think of like my heart and like the desires and warmth I have in my heart for like my people. Right. And like that, that's just like radiate, radiating out to them. I can't say that word, radiating out to there them. You go. <laughs> Nailed it. <laughs> <laughs> and just like, you know, blanketing them and like my warmth and, you know, desire for them to help them reach their goals. So we're hoping that all of you have started to think about your beliefs and your beliefs towards your end goal. And so we would love for you to hop over to our community, um, my to millions on Facebook and let us know your end goal and where your belief is that you can reach that end goal from one to 10. And then if you're anywhere besides a 10, let us know what that little thing is that might be holding you back so that we can help you tweak and get that belief to a 10. Strive to change your mind shit to millions. See you next week.